Give yourself credit. Us women, we struggle. We are our own worst critic. And so we tend to focus on everything that's not working. But it is so important to give yourself credit, even if it's partial credit, on what it is working, on, on doing the work, on being kind to yourself and giving yourself grace and the way you're talking to yourself. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Our thoughts, emotions, and our behaviors all stem from the beliefs we hold. We have beliefs that serve us and that don't serve us. We've got lots of beliefs and they're all based on, or they all are formed from our past experiences, events that we've gone through, you know, what traumatic or not, um, just different experiences through life that we've either been part of or that we have witnessed. And so these beliefs become ingrained and these beliefs are all about, you know, ourselves, about the world, about others, about relationships, about being a mom, right? We've got all these beliefs that are swirling around in our head and that is what's going to be fueling the thoughts, emotions, and actions that follow. So based on those beliefs that you hold, your thoughts, emotions, and actions are going to vary. So that's why two people can go through the exact same situation and have completely different feelings about it, you know, different thoughts about that situation. It's because we all have different beliefs. If you've ever seen the movie Inside Out, um, I think it's a Disney movie, but it really um, captures this whole premise of like core beliefs and core memories and like how we feel based on those beliefs that we hold. And so... When we talk about loving, whether it's yourself or others, that's a feeling. And that's going to come from the beliefs that you hold. Now, a lot of times we have these, you know, I call her the inner mean girl. We have these self, these judgments, these harsh judgments that we make upon ourselves, the self-talk and the negative self-criticism that keeps us playing small and it prevents us from loving ourselves unconditionally. And so the aim here is to start challenging and shifting those self-beliefs. Now here's the one thing is that I want you to just keep in mind is that when we have these beliefs, we tend to, like it's a human tendency to gravitate and hold on to that which 
reinforces our beliefs. And so when we are moving through life, we're gravitating towards these, or we're, we're holding on to these, this evidence that supports our belief. And so one of the steps of changing the way you feel about yourself and those self beliefs is by becoming aware of what is it that you believe? What are those real, what are those unrealistic expectations that you may be holding that are stopping you from loving yourself, from feeling differently towards yourself? And so awareness is going to be your first step and becoming aware of what it is that you're saying to yourself. What are those unrealistic expectations? What are you saying to yourself? What thoughts are you having? Because remember, those thoughts are fueling the way you feel. And so we want to take a look at what are those thoughts and then dig deeper and say, what are those beliefs that you hold about yourself? Are those, are those expectations realistic or not? Is there evidence that goes against those beliefs? And you want to start collecting the evidence that's going to like disqualify or start collecting the evidence that goes against those beliefs that you hold. And so one of the things is affirmations. And every Monday in the Facebook group, you see that I post an affirmation. I, I, I do that with caution because I know that when you're starting to do affirmations, you don't believe them, right? A lot of them seem really far-fetched and just seem like, you know, just kind of rote words that you're just saying these words and you're not really believing them. And the thing is, is you're not, it, it takes work to get to that point where an affirmation actually makes sense and you begin to believe it. But I want you to go back to, you know, those old beliefs that you hold. And as you start challenging them and collecting the evidence that goes against them, maybe looking at some thinking errors that might be playing a part, such as all or nothing thinking or overgeneralizing, jumping to conclusions, all of these thoughts that you're having, start looking for that. And, and when, when we work together one-on-one, -on -one, I do, we do dive into all of the thinking errors that may be playing a role in your thoughts and in your expectations that you're holding. And so as you're doing this, as you're looking for all of these, you know, you're deconstructing those beliefs, you start forming those new beliefs and those new beliefs are going to be closer to the affirmation. Those, those way positive affirmations that you've been seeing in the group, but we take steps, right? Because it's hard to go from a belief that's keeping you playing small to a positive like affirmation such as I am so successful, I'm exactly where I want to be. Because if you're not exactly where you want to be, just saying those words isn't going to get you there. You've got to do the work that builds you up and starts, starts shifting that belief so that you can embrace that new affirmation and that new belief. And we start looking for the evidence that supports that new belief instead of drawing our attention to all the evidence that, that supports our old belief. We want to start looking at the evidence that, that supports that new belief. So by becoming aware and start identifying what it is that you're saying to yourself, what are the thoughts that you're having? What are the self doubts, the self criticism? Start being aware of that. And you know, I'm a huge advocate of writing things down and journaling, making sure that you are reflecting on what it is that you're saying so that you can start to deconstruct and reframe those thoughts that you're having. 
Another thing that may be keeping you from loving yourself is, you know, I, well, I said about the unrealistic expectations, but this could come in, you know, perfectionism, procrastination. There's a lot of behaviors that come about because we, because remember our feelings, emotion, our, our, not our feelings, our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions are all interconnected. And so perfectionism are, so it, stems or the root is from those unrealistic expectations and we really need to get at the root of them and start seeing you know is there how is perfectionism serving you because you've been doing it for a long time right remember they're based on those beliefs that have become ingrained and so we want to start seeing you know is there benefit how has it been serving you? Has it been protecting you from failure? What are the fears that are underlying and fueling the perfectionism? So you do a lot of, you know, that self-discovery piece is huge because it's going to help you get to the root of and start reflecting on it. Because so many of us go through life with these beliefs and it's kind of like you're barreling through life and you don't take the time to actually stop and think about your thoughts. Think about, you know, why do you do certain things or what's what's going on here? And so, especially as super moms, we, you know, we do more and more and more and we need to learn how to rest. We need to learn how to get back and reflect on what is going on with us. But really getting at the root and taking the time, not take, making the time to reflect and do some self-discovery. Hey mom, short on time but feeling like you're at the end of your rope or that your bucket is nearing empty? Grab this list of 15 self-care practices that you can do in under 15 minutes. These ideas will get you quickly back on track and are great for moms who are limited on time. I think that's most of us. So check out the show notes or go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-care-ideas to download your list today. You know, people pleasing. People pleasing is huge and that can also keep you from loving yourself. And you'll find that it's almost like a, it, it is a cycle, right? The more, the more you learn to set up some healthier boundaries, one, because you love yourself, because you, you feel different about yourself and you want to protect your time and energy and efforts and all of that, the more you'll be able to set up boundaries and the more you set up boundaries, the better you'll feel about yourself. Like it's just like this cyclical, the cyclical nature of loving yourself. You end up doing things that are better for you, such as practicing self-care, you know, giving yourself grace, stopping the people pleasing, learning that it's okay to say no. Like you're going to do some actions you're going to, your behaviors are going to change and that's going to reinforce the way you feel because all of these are interconnected. The next one is fueling feelings of confidence, um, self-worth. Again, as your, as your beliefs start to change and you start doing the work that's needed, it's going to be cyclical in nature again. Like the more confidence I've done um, Facebook lives and a podcast episode before about action. Um, confidence comes from taking action. Sometimes you have to feel the fear 
And that may be fear of rejection or fear of failure. You have to feel the fear and do it anyway. And that's going to build the confidence, which in turn is going to decrease those fears. And so it's, it's interrupting the cycle of the thoughts and the emotions and the actions and interrupting that cycle in order to change the belief that you hold about yourself. Setting, I, well, I talked about setting up boundaries, learning how to be assertive. So falling in love with yourself and improving the way you feel towards yourself is um, both a skill and like there's certain skills involved. And learning how to be assertive is a skill that can be learned. You know, just learning how to identify what it is that you need, learning how to say no, learning how to communicate. These are all skills involved in assertiveness. And so many times we, um, we confuse assertiveness with aggressiveness, and then we end up being more passive. Yes, Holly, thank you so much. So Holly said it's important to mention that we don't always, you don't always need to see a therapist to change those thoughts. By identifying, you know, those self, those, those things that are blocking you, those mental mind, the mindset that, that is blocking you from engaging in self-care and blocking you from feeling unconditional love towards yourself. And again, like through that self-discovery piece, through journaling, through meditation, through getting in touch with how you're feeling, what are you thinking, what behaviors are happening, you know, taking, again, taking that time to reflect. Therapy isn't, can help you, you know, heal from the past. But a lot of this is happening, you know, you can do a lot of the work on your own. So yes, Holly, thank you so much for that because there are, there are many ways to change these thoughts and to become aware of these thoughts. I'm a, I'm a counselor, I am a therapist, so I am a huge advocate of therapy, but I just like Holly mentioned, and I wanna point out as well, is you do not need to go to therapy if you are working on getting aware of this. A, therapy can, a therapist can help you pull it out, but there are other tools that can also help you get become aware of these thoughts and start changing, start changing those self-beliefs. Um, and then finally, I want to note that it takes practice. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in the moment. I talk about reflecting on what's going on for you and you have to be patient, but give yourself credit. Us women, we struggle. We are our own worst critic. And so we tend to focus on everything that's not working, but it is so important to give yourself credit, even if it's partial credit on what it is working, on, on doing the work, on being kind to yourself and giving yourself grace and the way you're talking to yourself, treating yourself and talking to yourself with compassion. Give yourself the credit because it is hard. I know it's hard and talk to yourself, start practicing talking to yourself like you would a best friend or talking to yourself like you would a child. You wouldn't berate a child as, as harshly as you berate yourself. 
by shifting the way you're talking to yourself, you will shift the, those underlying beliefs that are fueling that negative self-talk. Taking direct action to intercept and change the way you are talking to yourself and feeling about yourself or feeling toward yourself is going to create a different pattern. Yesterday I was on a call and we were talking about these beliefs and how um, she used the analogy of a sled. And I thought this was a, a wonderful analogy because we go through life like on a path because of these beliefs. We go on our, like as if you're going down a hill on a sled and when you start reflect, like you're going down and you know how when you're going down the hill on a sled and it continues, like you just, you keep, even though you start at different spots, like you keep going back to that where the divot is already in the snow. Like, because those are the beliefs that have been fueling you up until now. Those are the ones that have been driving you, driving the sled. And so when you start reflecting on your beliefs and start, you know, noticing how you're thinking, how you're feeling and, and your behaviors, you are intentionally redirecting that sled. You're creating new divots in the snow, new sled, new paths. And so until you do that, you're going to continue going down the same road. And it may not be a road that you want to go down. It's not leading you to your dreams and your goals. And remember, we are allowed as moms, we're allowed to have dreams and goals aside from you know, our family and our kids. And if you've found that you have given up many of your dreams and your goals and you have sacrificed yourself to the point that you don't even recognize who you are in the mirror, then it's time to get your sled and move it to a new spot and be intentional about changing the way you feel about yourself. So there you go. We talked all about, well, we talked all about changing the way you feel about yourself, the steps to what it takes to love yourself. And I hope that you got something out of today's video. I would love to know your biggest takeaway. Let me know in the comments. Um, Holly, Rochelle, thank you so much for joining me live this morning. And don't forget today, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, I'll be holding the Moms Without Cape social lunch break. Would love to see you there. And then also, if you are interested in learning more about my one-on-one -on -one program, Self Love Matters, where we really dive into this and I take you through the steps. We, we talk about, you know, I teach you and coach you on learning the skills to be more assertive, to setting up healthier boundaries, changing the way you talk about yourself. I'm actually in the midst of, on our self-care challenge, um, the grand prize winner, she won a one-on-one -on -one coaching call with me to really, you know, get at quiet, the inner mean girl. And so I'm, at, I'm in the midst of coming up with like a workbook to help guide our work together. So if you, and that's, that's part of my one-on-one -on -one program. Um, it's a 12 week program and you will go from feeling, you know, like you're not enough feeling like if you're struggling with self-love, I am going to lead you through teaching you specific strategies, things that I, you know, use in my counseling practice, but I also use on myself because I as well have struggled. Like I used to be stuck in that self-loathing, um, crying every time I looked in the mirror, you know, whenever it was time to get ready to go somewhere, I would be in tears crying. 
And really, you know, that inner mean girl was loud and she kept me playing small. And I had to get to a place where, just like I talked about today, I had to go through these steps in order to change the way I feel about myself. Now, I'm telling you, it doesn't, it doesn't make you a ball of happiness. I can guarantee that, but it is definitely a game changer. When you start changing the way you're talking to yourself, start the way you're treating yourself, what you're saying to yourself and how you feel toward yourself, it can create that new sled path. It can, it can be a game changer and it can change your life. And so if you're interested in learning more about how I can help you love yourself unconditionally and fully, then let's talk. Sign up for a call. I'll put the link. It's momswithoutcapes.com backslash love yourself. I'll put the link in the comment section below this video. Sign up for a call. You have nothing to lose. You will get clear on what's stopping you from loving yourself. Um, and we'll just, we'll just chat. No pressure. If you're interested in signing up for a call, go ahead to go to that link and see what times are available. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.